2: It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core Listing, the podcast. Chris, let's tell everyone about our brand new sponsor.
3: Yes, new sponsor alert.
2: Egg Fried, brand new clothing brand from our very own home county of Essex. If you're into street art comic books kind of alternative lifestyle going to gigs watching cool films crazy art throwing a kind of little bit of asian culture and a kind of slightly warped sense of humor and then you kind of get where they're going with egg fried right what do they make
3: they make punchy graphic tees hoodies sweatshirts wicked art prints as well as a denim range that's handmade in house which i think is really cool because it supports that slow fashion movement it's domestically made stuff and it lasts a long time and that's really where we're going now we shouldn't be buying a load of throwaway stuff
2: absolutely and they're supporting your wallets as well and let me tell you how they're doing that if you go over to eggfried.com go and buy some of their amazing garments throw them in your uh, basket before you check out they have given you lovely listeners an exclusive 10% discount code and that discount code is EGG SALAD E-Double put that in, save yourself 10% and and if you're not even up for spending money on yourselves who else can they spend their money on Chris?
3: They have a kids range called Small Fried very cute, very cool and that's also available at eggfried.com
2: Official sponsors of Hardcore Listening. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. Uh, I'm one of your presenters. I'm Stuart Roy Whiffen. Sitting opposite me is
3: the uh, magnanimous Christopher Glasson.
2: Magnanimous?
3: Yeah. Not quite sure what that means
2: to me. No, I don't, but I like it.
3: To be quite frank with you, I don't think a magnanimous person has a Hoover in their background and an extension cable either.
2: (laughs) Correct. Correct. Um, Do you want to explain to any new listeners how this podcast works?
3: Of course. Well, hello if you're a new listener, and welcome back uh, anyone who's listened previously. Hardcore Listening is a podcast based on top fives, and we usually invite a guest on to talk about a top five of their choice, whether or not that is top five best screams in rock and roll to uh, top five weirdest inventions man has ever created. Uh, And when we do that, sometimes we have a chat with our guest and the conversation will go one of several ways. And that's pretty much it, isn't it? I think in a nutshell
2: absolutely
4: what
2: we set out to do. Uh, just quickly like to thank our sponsors bang boom creative and lovebeer.love-beer.co.uk so big love to luke and charles over there for backing this uh, podcast uh, for for a long time now um, and much love to 76 for producing this here podcast um, we have a guest today we have a returning guest uh, and uh, he's not come alone today as well, which is great. Um, joining us uh, for his second appearance uh, is Darren Garwood uh, with Jackson superhero there as well. Hey. You all right, Dale?
4: How you doing? You all
2: right? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. 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 Cheers. So before we do anything, how's Jackson getting on? He's all right. He
4: obviously, you know, his condition is not getting better, so it's it's gradual, sort of, Downhill, but he's he's coping. You know, and he's all right. He's healthy, and sort of the isolation has really helped because we've not brought a cold home, and a cold can give him pneumonia, you know, and stuff like that. But no, he's good. Cheers. No, he's doing all right. He's just having a little rest. He's a little bit dribbly today, so yeah, it just helps land him on his side. So.
2: He looks very he's chilled right. he out there. Yeah. No, thanks yeah,
4: he
3: so much
2: just... for coming. Sorry,
3: mate. Go on. Yeah, he looks well. <laughs> 100%. I was just going to say, thanks so much for coming back on. And uh, I, I, I did manage to make our first podcast, which I was uh, uh, pretty gutted about. But, it, you know, it, it went down, um, you know, but we've got, we got a, a, a big response about, you know, yourself and Jackson and, um, and the books that you've, the children's books that you've, you, you've created. So, you know, it's, thanks so much for coming back on, mate. It's a, it's, I'm glad that I get to do a podcast with you guys as well. So uh, what, 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 what have you come back on to do this week?
4: Well, you know I'm a big fan of facts. You know, I normally say, I don't know if you know, that I, I like to send Stuart a few random facts here and there and whether he <laughs> believes them or not. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's uh, five five animal facts.
2: It's right.
4: Incredible.
2: Ones. Are these going to be five animal facts that are lies or are they facts?
4: If, well, I can't guarantee they're 100% true, but I believe they are right <laughs> i tell it. you what you're in
3: good <laughs> company darren
4: <laughs> <laughs> um i was gonna do six and put a, a sort of red herring in there you know just sort of a for you to guess which one's the fake one but i didn't get around to it <laughs>
3: sure so some of these might be some of these might be a little bit bullshit bullshit-y, and really if we can sniff that out as well do you know what one's a definite like guess what I'll,
4: these the ones that I've got here. I found on Google, so it's anyone's. <laughs> so they're all true. <laughs> okay,
2: <laughs> I guarantee all five of them are utter bollocks.
3: I probably, I probably wrote all five in my spare time, and put them up on Wikipedia. But I, I love an animal fact, and when we did the, um, when we did the quizzes a few months ago, especially the distraction pieces ones, I like to throw a few. Uh, facts in there and when we were doing like when there was that zoom quiz mania that was you know hitting us all uh, at the start of uh at the start of lockdown i had lost a quiz because i didn't know an animal fact and it was an animal fact about a shark and i was so upset that it haunted me for life because i knew the answer as well and i thought they were trying to trick me no. and they weren't and you know yeah it was uh it was a it was a tough week in my household, though, and he's not a nice guy to be around. But uh, yeah, I love I love an animal vet.
2: Right, Dal um, number five. Uh, do you want to get rolling with what's going to be utter bollocks, please?
4: Yeah, no problem. Uh, well, I'm going to start with a tame one. Emus can't walk backwards. Bollocks. Mm. <laughs> I was trying looking for an emu. I'm pre- and around East Tilbury, <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're rare. You know, I haven't. I'll, I'll give you that, mate. I haven't seen many.
4: No, no, I did struggle. No. I was out can for a good couple.
3: Can they walk back?
2: <laughs> There's absolutely, of course, an emu can walk backwards. Why couldn't an emu walk backwards? There's nothing to utter bollocks. Well, I'm gonna
4: start. Yeah. Attenborough program, see if there's any emus, and just go. For as soon as it steps backwards, I'll, I'll send it to you if, if it oh. does. What?
2: What's stopping an emu from walking backwards?
4: Pride. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: have you Have you ever seen me take a step back, Shu? Pride, mate. Okay, yeah. something that me and emus have got in common, as well as <laughs> excessively <laughs> long necks.
4: <laughs> the
2: same, the same makeup as <laughs> Thing is, I reckon emus get a, a a tough deal because fundamentally every emu is judged on Rod Hull, right? Oh. Uh, and yeah. Rod Hull was fundamentally a very bitter angry man that uh, he could just take all his frustrations out on people by putting his hand inside a puppet and attacking them.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I've got a little secret about Rod Hull. I'll oh, uh, please. I liked Rod Hull when I was growing up. He looked, you know, he was just a bit strange character. And I thought, so when Facebook first coming out, and I'm not big on technology, I can just barely send an email, but when Facebook's turned out, I started up the Rod Hull Fan Club. <laughs> 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 and I even got a meeting, held a meeting, just to see you turn up for the Rod Hull Fan Club. And I got a bit worried because I thought people would start turning up. So I then... One of my friends joined the club, so I then made him the admin and I left. And I don't know the outcome of what happened, so I don't <laughs> that know if it's going up to me to join the Rod fan club or not. But that was when I was young and had a lot of time, you know, and probably foolish.
3: <laughs> that's that's brilliant. That's like the online version of uh, starting a fight and then leaving one of your mates to pick up the, pick up the bill on it, innit? Oh, there nothing,
4: wow. There was nothing rude. It was not horrible, though. There was nothing... <laughs> Nothing horrible about it. I just thought, oh, you yeah, know, he's not been on TV for a long time. Let's see, you know, if I can find him. Let's see if there's a fan club. And I thought, there's not one, let's start one. But I was, you know, early t- early 20s, probably just lots of time not thinking straight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, and I don't think you have got anything to apologise for. Uh, it like that sounds like a, a perfectly good thing to do on like a Wednesday when you you know Wednesday night you're bored. Start a f- whole fan club, but when, like I, I'd be interested to know if you knew like at that time, like like when did Rod have his, uh When did Rod have that problem on the on the roof? Where, how, what year was that? That's in, be.
4: because he was England was playing football and he couldn't get an aerial signal, so I don't know. I think Early two thousands, I think. So like you that, could
3: man. have started that fan club and, and forgot that he'd actually I haven't seen Mod Hole for a while. Let's get him back on TV.
4: Oh uh, you sick man. Um you make, you make me sound like a really bad person now. Why <laughs> have people had accidents and then start a fan club?
2: No, it's not one. <laughs> I uh, I just uh. the whole thing with things like Rod Emu, and, and Roger DeCorsi and Nookie Bear and, you know, uh, Bob Carragge, Spit the Dog, um, uh, Keith Harris and Orville. I just think what a weird form of entertainment that was in the kind of late 70s, throughout the 80s. And, you know, just a man with his hand inside a puppet. Like, it's just weird. and And, and these were like, not just you know, like, kids entertainers, they become, like, mainstream, like, Saturday night entertainment, watching a bloke with a puppet. It's just fucking strange. Um, I find... uh, And and the Rod Hull thing that... It then went on to, like, Emu's world, where he lived in, like, a pink windmill with, like... Was it grot bags? And, And I just remember they'd, like, fanned this, like awful bunch of like stage school kids that were constantly beaming smiles and and I, I want to equate it to like my life right if someone but like, when someone knocked on the door of the pink windmill there would have been 30 kids led by Rod like dancing around the front room going there's somebody at the door there's somebody at the door and it was like that's not exciting right that's not entertainment <laughs> If somebody knocks on my door, fundamentally, we all look at each other as to who can be asked to get up and answer it. Meanwhile, my dog is going insane, shouting. I mean, sorry, barking, same thing. Like, But if my dog, I mean, I would be blown away if my dog was barking there's somebody at the door. That, that would be quite <laughs> interesting, but I don't think he is. And I, I just think you can't make you, you, the, the, the tagline of a, of a kid's TV show Based around the enjoyment of someone knocking on your front door, it's rubbish,
0: it rubbish.
3: Fair. It sounds like a cult, absolutely sounds like a cult.
4: Am I the first person on your show to change a nappy,
3: Jackson, yeah. I was, ju- um, <laughs> I was just down just seeing you change Jackson's nappy, just thinking this is incredible. And that, that it will be available to fifteen dollars subscribers as well who see the video. That is, that is a, that is a podcast first. I don't know how many podcasts have actually done that, mate. But I'm, I'm well chuffed.
4: I'm no. sorry I had to do it, but he's just no. done one. <laughs> oh, you've got to Jack. remember he's six year old, and he he's, so he's, he's not doing baby it months. And it's like he's, uh, I've got to get
3: Jackson. Well done, mate. Um, I thought I was going to get there first. <laughs> you beat me to it.
4: <laughs> oh, sorry, lads. <laughs> sorry. Who knows?
3: It's, I reckon it's, all, it's
2: only going to be a matter of matter of a few years before you're having to change my sort of uh, tenor nappy, Chris, oh, uh, reaching my uh, my latter years. <laughs> oh
3: mate, I look, I absolutely look forward to it. Uh, what was I going to say? Let's get back to a news, right? Let's just, you know, come on. Let's get back to the subject matter at hand. I I do genuinely think it's like I'm more optimistic than Stu, but I've got to be in Stu's camp here. I'm pretty certain I've seen an Emu walk backwards. I'm um, sure I've seen one. when I've been, when I've been in a zoo and we've met eye I I've I've seen I've seen them take a step back. Right. So I'm pretty certain that that's Stu's looking it up on Google now he I can't he can't have it. <laughs> I, I can't see mechanically why they couldn't take a little step backwards. So um and being a professional uh, guess worker that's the sort of nonsense I'd come out with. So uh, yeah, I'm going to rec- I'm going to call I'm going to call foul on that one too. So, have you
2: got a result? Have you got a result? Like kangaroos, emus are from Australia. They are flightless birds, similar in looks and characteristics to ostriches. They are, though they they average about 10 inches shorter in height. Unlike ostriches, emus cannot walk backwards. No! (laughs) Flipping way! (laughs) That is incredible. However, it's not known why. Yeah, pride. Uh,
3: Pride. Is that on Wikipedia? (laughs) Let's get that. We'll add that on there. I'd call this thing. That's unbelievable. They should be able to. It's just they don't want to. They're not about that life. Not about that life.
2: Kangaroos Um, can't walk backwards. Emus. (laughs) Penguins.
3: Yeah, but they've barely got any ability to walk forward.
2: Alligators.
3: Really? I've seen a crop. I'm sure I've seen an alligator walk backwards, but uh, I guess, you know, we'll have to default to the experts. I've watched a lot of wildlife shows, Stu. Don't ask me how I know. Right. I spend a lot of time I was watching crocodiles only yesterday with my mum. So uh you know <laughs> my mum loves a wildlife show, I tell you. She she but like if I'm in the room, my mum will make me force me to watch every single part of that show. So Down Number two. Number two no. or number
4: four. Uh see obviously you mentioned a bit about me books and I always don't claim to be the best at English. You know, I'm not the best <laughs> at English. And I can barely say the words, but you know, I just do good stories. That's what I think. <laughs> and I don't, you know, my English ain't great, but then I make it great. You know, but anyway, I'm, if you put a bit of love into a project, you can do anything. But I can't say the word penguin it comes out wrong. <laughs> um, but my next one is 3% of ice in the entire Antarctica. In the Antarctica is penguin pea. <laughs> 3% of it. <laughs> that just can't be fucking true. That can't be true. Ice is piss.
3: No. That's a thing. No. Uh, why? Uh, no, there's not that many what, penguins.
4: No. I mean, I've, so I've got no answers to it. I've, I've, I've just read it online. I thought it was a good <laughs> fact. I've got no... I don't, you know, I don't know how they've gone over there and worked it out and worked out is 3% but, um, um, but well, you know I can't
3: believe it do they think like, do they just do they just track like how much an average penguin pees in like a, a week and then they've counted how many penguins there are I, I honestly I mean that is that is like rocket whoever's got the time to figure that shit out surely there's something better to do with and they time.
4: get paid. I mean what a job just good money <laughs> yeah. what about the polar bears don't they get the blame you know why are they always penguins yeah you'd think polar bears have bigger slashes but there's probably
3: not as many of them is there that's the that's the thing now um, that's incredible like I, I just what, what have you done, done this year I've, I've I've worked out how much of the Antarctic uh, frozen ice is penguin pissed wicked okay what can we do with that Oh, um, nothing we can't do anything with that information there's I'm some things quite- we don't
4: you know, you know like some of these you hear about these celebrities go to these plush parties and they've got the ice sculptures that they get their ice from putting their drink and it's from Antarctica. Now you know there's three percent of piss in it. Yeah. So, you know, exactly. All this water and all
3: this yeah Spend a fortune on the sculpture and then like putting like some super expensive like crystal clear pure vodka in it and you've still got penguin piss in there. That's that warms my heart, to be honest with you. So now I hope it's true. Stu, what have you got for us? Our uh, resident researcher.
2: Um, I can't find anything. I'm, I'm going to say that this one's utter bollocks.
3: <laughs> I just think we'd know it. We'd know, we'd know it. On this podcast, Aaron, we'd have heard about it by now.
4: You had that fellow on. I can't remember his name, but he was really clever. And was it the science like doctor or something? Yes, that's it. And you told me if you, you my facts, And he Yeah. Got, I think that's the guy. <laughs> And, um, yeah, yeah, Stu sure actually thought my facts were bull, like he always does. And, um, and yeah, this guy actually said they were right. This is true. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah I, I do. do. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, he, he but, didn't believe want... that dogs are allergic to fog. He didn't like that one, did he? <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 he were not keen on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I've been mean, thinking about that. When it's foggy, my dog has no issue going out in the garden. No, that's I <laughs> know. No.
3: So you, you, you're basically a scientist now, Stu. Do you know that?
2: Thanks. Um, I'm I, I'm not having that one. I'm not having that one. There's no chance. Three percent the, of the Arctic is not yellow. No, that's. what exactly.
4: I'm struggling to believe it myself, but it's it's on Google, so you know you've got.
2: Oh,
3: I have to. Yeah, you, 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 at the very least, the Antarctic would have a slightly like you know, like magnolia colour, like in the, like a, like a house in the nineties, which well, pretty much the house I'm in right now. You, you, you'd have magnolia on the walls, wouldn't you? And that that would be what the no. And the Antarctic don't look like that. Fiction,
4: pure fiction. That guys. What's what's number three, Darren? What you got for us? We've mentioned kangaroos, but kangaroos can't fart. <laughs> It's true. I just said true.
2: Oh, God. Do you know what, Dal? The minute you, you say it, you pull the most ridiculous smile, which I've seen so many times, generally when you're doing something daft. So that's why I find it very hard to believe when you say that, followed by a ridiculous smile.
4: I just like, oh. I've been at the zoo, and I, I love a kangaroo. Be, or even, the um, what's it called? Um, there's be a place up in Wooden Ferris, what's it called? Tropical wings. And they used to have kangaroos there. We used to walk through there. Never heard one fart. Never. Never. Not once. Not once. And I was there. Mm.
2: Uh I was actually. You, you, the... you'd, think,
3: you'd think you'd hear one fart. You know, normally it's... when I well, normally when I go to the zoo, I hear every animal in their fart at least once.
2: <laughs> let me just say. I've just put into Google can and then I've just put the letter K in and everything, the first thing that come up is can kangaroos fart?
3: Uh, mate, it's, the, it's, it's Big Brother, they are listening. But what are they doing with all these questions? What is, what is Google doing with all these uh, queries?
2: Would you like me to tell you?
3: Oh, uh, yeah, please. I need to know.
2: Kangaroos produce methane as part of their digestive process. Research has found since the 70s, it has been suggested that kangaroos don't fart or rather... The gas they emit contains very little, if any, methane. But now nah, new research suggests this isn't true. It's bollocks, Dale. Uh,
4: what's, what's weird about that is... Sorry, go on, Darren. I was just about to turn off the old interview then. Just finish it. <laughs> S- Slam your laptop.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've just then Googled uh, not all animals fart. Um, so uh, let me just tell you what. Uh, animals don't fart. Uh, octopuses.
3: <laughs> okay, I can accept
2: that. No, that an octopus don't fart. Yeah. <laughs> I,
3: I'd, so I guess, I imagine all <laughs> worms, eels and. Life is full of
1: awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from
0: Mint Mobile.
3: Snakes don't fart, or am I wrong?
2: Nor do other uh, sea creatures like soft shell clams. Um, okay. Oh, birds don't.
4: Oh, they must. My chickens do. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you,
2: you've heard a chicken fart.
4: <laughs> when it just run out, they do like a squidge, and they do. It. it might just be a falseful noise but I
3: mean that's a fart to me I'm sorry I think that's a fart like like they were getting way too technical with uh, kangaroos don't pass methane that's the problem with scientists when yeah. when wind comes out of an arsehole or any other crevice that's basically a, is. well no out of a lower cavity that's yeah. a fart in my, to my mind because you can get you know excuse, excuse forgive me everyone but you can get a fanny fart can't you that's a fart as well right yeah. so
2: uh, snails can't. Uh, snakes don't.
3: I knew a snake couldn't fart. I just knew it in my heart of hearts. I've always, I don't, I don't know why, but
4: I've always just known that snakes don't fart. I've also heard that some snakes have got two penises. Wow! I don't know if that's true, but I think it is. I'm not sure. It just Jesus. come off. It just come- is
3: that? Are you confusing a thought with a fact, there, Darren? Are you confusing something that just appeared in your head? Well, I've seen double. I've had. I've seen two-headed snakes before. Yeah, yeah. I've seen two-headed two. Actually, uh, two-headed snakes is actually more 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 common than you'd think. But um, I, so if you can get a two-headed snake, a head with a brain's got to be way more complicated than another bit of rope at the end. Snakes of the
2: and lizards have not just one but two penises.
4: Oh, there you go what? there I you mean, go uh, me, ter- me, me memory bank served me well when I last stroked a, stroked a snake <laughs>
3: you touch a snake real good Darren I tell you I must know how to touch a snake
2: oh brilliant <laughs> um, number two Dal
4: that's number three three there yeah. um, three bats always turn left when they leave a cave <laughs>
2: <laughs> but by the way, um apparently uh, bat bats farts are the worst. What? Hmm.
4: Guano. Just meant to be. Yeah. The way this is done to each other, it's just meant to be, isn't it? You know, you've got some farts, it's just it's like I've really, really done well for really good research here.
3: <laughs> All linked together. Yeah. Uh, Darren, I could literally do this top five every week. You come on and just give us five new animal facts, because this is, this is
4: incredible. Um, I love it. I learn a lot of the Octonauts, which is a TV, a like kiddie's TV programme. It's, uh, it's quite impressive. They taught me there's a fish, and it's called a huma huma apawah, and a lives <laughs> and, it, and it lives in the Caribbean Sea, and when it gets scared, it goes into a hole, and its fin comes up, and it locks it in place. It's amazing what you have learned from children's TV. Look more off
2: children's
4: TV than I did in five years at senior
2: school. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's incredible. Well, most of the stuff you're learning off of Google is utter bollocks, Dal. Uh, generally, bats leave the cage in many directions. We can confirm that it is a myth that bats turn left when leaving a cage. It has been observed that they have no preference and will turn right or fly directly ahead as often as they turn left.
3: I've got to say this. Whoever, whoever started that rumour... Deserves a bloody OBE though. Yeah, but, but for someone to say that and it, to get to the point of people re- regurgitating it, I just impressed. I'm just absolutely impressed with that as a as, as as a as a bit of guesswork and bullshit. Really, bats can't turn left. That's incredible.
2: Well, and it, is, uh, and it, it, it case. is probably the one that straight away I just thought. Well, normally when anything comes out of Dale's mouth, I do just think well, that's rubbish. Um, <laughs> but but I think with this one seeing bats in my garden, they never look like they've got an agenda or a or 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 you know, or a finishing point. They fly all over the place, like left right. They're just the most haphazard flyers you've ever seen, bats. So the thought that when they leave a cave, I mean, are people confusing this with the Batmobile coming out of the Bat Cave? Does that always go left? Might do. That
3: might have been where the road went. Do you know what I mean? I don't know, but I don't know. Was it a one-way road that he came out onto? Does does Batman follow the highway code?
4: Batman left-handed. Is this where it come from? Possibly. That's more than likely, mate. <laughs> but but all, I all, all polar bears are left-handed apparently, and I don't know how they work that out. But they um, see so the you do out is Give him a knife and fork, or, or give him a you know what? Give him a pen. A, yeah, give him a pen. Right, some words down. I mean, who's found out a polar bear's left hand? If I go near him, what ones he swing with? Yeah.
2: You know? <laughs> I reckon that's probably the best way to find out which one he's gonna clump you with first. I mean it would be quite an interesting experiment to give a polar bear a knife and fork just to see <laughs> which way he holds them. I'll
3: be honest well, with you, you don't wanna give you don't wanna conduct that experiment like that because all of those result in like potential violence. You don't want to give a polar bear knife and fork because that's eating and it might eat you. You, you, all you need to do to prove that is catch them wanking if you because they're not like if if you catch them then anyway they're not in the mood for I, I, I'm I'm only two out of ten times am I aggressive whilst masturbating so like you know you've got a lot lower risk of there being any trouble no,
4: you I think, are you aggressive to the, your piece or are you aggressive to yourself there's but a <laughs> There's a
3: long, long history of uh, 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 discussions about my the, my genital health, Darren, um, uh, throughout this podcast. And uh, I, I think it's probably the, the former. I don't tend to slap myself about, but, uh, you know, the uh, the kraken downstairs gets a bit of a... I don't call my penis the kraken. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from.
4: Jackson, I'm really sorry, mate. I, I, I'm really sorry, dude. he can't repeat words so it's good but I don't know what he's thinking about (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble he's going to to go and tell everyone what
3: what I've said
2: right
3: Um, yeah okay so where where are we so that was actually Uh, so Bats can't turn enough for his number I think you've slipped in a bonus one here by the way I haven't got a problem with that
4: I've not got a problem with that I I, I think we've done more than what we think I think I've only got one left
2: right go for it
4: go on yeah right Prints of koalas are so similar to humans that they have been confused at crime scenes. True, Prince, not the artist, not not the fingerprints. The fingerprints of koalas are similar to that of humans. Not the fingerprints of prints is similar to koalas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't immediately assume that
3: was correct. I
2: mean. I've been to uh, a, a koala sanctuary uh, and, and and held a koala. Uh, did, you, did you
3: dust yourself for prints afterwards, or?
2: But I didn't. At any given point, think, wow, like this tiny little bear's got hands like Peter Shilton. Like it just didn't <laughs> didn't come across like that. Like what? That, no, no, I'm not having that one either. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do
4: try. I'll take these hands home. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. So uh, she's gonna have a look
3: here. I, I, I'm pretty cert- certain that's true. I'm pretty, pretty certain that that's pretty sure because we're all quite like they need to have good grip on their on those bits, and that's why our fingerprints are there, isn't it? It's, it's good for gripping stuff, really. Fingerprints, and so you know, Kyle has got to climb up trees quite a lot, so. I imagine that, uh, along with claws, they they have a uh, pretty, you know, pretty similar fingerprints. Yeah, Come on, uh, Sue, what you got for us?
2: As uh, with chimpanzees, koalas have fingerprints super similar to our own. The reason why koalas have such prints is still a bit of a mystery to scientists, because most tree dwelling at uh, tree tree dwelling animals don't. Uh, mm. Yeah. Oh, Okay. They're mm. almost indistinguishable from humans. I mean, I've got a good idea here. If you want to go and do a bank job, take a
4: koala. Absolutely, Spin them right out. Because
3: they throw everyone off the scent, and I wonder how many koalas have actually murdered humans. And then when they've dusted the place for prints, they've been like, "Oh no, these are these are actually koala prints." So, uh, yeah, so we can't find the suspect, and the koala's thinking, "You mugs, go away with it (laughs) again."
2: Gathering dust in police files is a dossier containing the fingerprints of the most unlikely criminal gang. This is from The Independent. (laughs) Half a dozen chimpanzees and a pair of orangutans. Their dabs were taken during police raids at the Ape House at London Zoo and at Twycross Zoo in Leicestershire. The operation by fingerprint experts from Hertfordshire Police took place in 1975, at a time when there was growing concern over unsolved crimes. It concluded that chimp dabs looked exactly the same as ours, but did not link them to any specific offence the chimp file is likely to be re-examined in the light of new evidence yesterday that criminal investigations in Australia may have been hampered by the presence of koala fingerprints at the scene of crimes.
3: Yes, look at that.
2: Fair play, Dal.
3: Strong
4: finish. Thanks. Did <laughs> I finish with a bang now? Have I, have I, um,
2: <laughs> Absolutely. That was a good one, that.
4: Dal? So, it's just hard. I wonder if we wonder can buy koalas. Black, black web, dark web, whatever it's called. i'll get a shipment in stu's back garden he's got cages
2: (laughs) never you mind about him um now so what's going on book wise let's let's know where you're at
4: yeah um the third book's coming out soon um jackson saves the moon it's um it's a nice little story it's basically um the it's a little story to try and get children to to smile and laugh. It's the moon's the world's biggest torch and it's powered by fun. He's looking down at the world, no one's quite happy, and he doesn't produce a shine. So when when the kids look out in, out the window and they see a nice big moon and shining well, it means you know hopefully they'll think the world's a nice place and everyone's happy. So if they all so the idea of the story is we all laugh together and the moon gets brighter and you know and there's some aliens in it. It's quite a cool little story. I'm really chuffed with it. That should be out about October time ish. Um yeah, it's doing really well. I'm well pleased with it. Um I have got. Um, we was on the news the other week. Did you see us on BBC? Yeah. It's quite... Uh, the lady had done it, she's lovely, and um, she messaged me just forehand, and it was obviously Jackson's birthday, and she went, I'll oh, mm. try not to watch it, because it's, it's quite upsetting, and you don't want to watch it on Jackson's birthday. And I, my wife actually went out after we put Jackson to bed, and I sat there and watched it on my own. I was like, this is really sad. <laughs> I think that's me. Know, but this is what I've learned over the years is you are dealt these things and you can't deal with it, you know, you're not, you either give up or you crack on and I'm cracking on, you know, not because, no, I, I want Jackson to be here forever but, you know, if I can just make his life beautiful, wise here, then that's what I mean, I'm not just going to go and put myself in a room and just pretend it ain't happened. I'm just going to crack on with it, so, and just try and be happy because the, the thing is as well, if I'm miserable, my wife's miserable, Jackson's miserable, you know, and um, right. um, my daughter's miserable, so if I can just be happy, and Jackson is happy, you know, we've got a lot of time to be miserable. Let's try and be happy now. So absolutely, mate. And it's all
3: of you, Jackson, you, your wife, everyone's very—you all very strong people for that, you know. And 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 that—and that's the—that's the—that's a test of all of your character, uh, all of the family's character. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's something you should be proud of, guys, definitely.
4: I was weak as well, and I would have been if it weren't for my wife. I wouldn't probably be here, you know, like because. She was the one that just pushed me in the right direction. But mm. you need that little bit of help and a little bit of picking up. And it's not always easy. And, you know, and I, I was always like quite a happy, like, I always wanted to laugh. And that, not for a good couple of years, it knocked it right out of me. I wasn't yeah. me, you know, I wasn't. And obviously, I still have sad days. But it's better, it's beneficial for all of us to try and be happy, you know. Like, and I'll try and explain it like, like, if you have, you know, we have a bad Christmas, we had a, we had a terrible Christmas this year, like absolutely devastating. And if you think about it and people say, oh, I bet Christmas was terrible. I think well, it's not a big, big, you know, it's not big, not, not an issue. You know, we had other things going on. And I said, finally for 80 years and I have, or, and I, or if I had 80 of something, 80 roast dinners and one was bad, I'd think that ain't too bad, is it? I've got 80 Christmases and I've had one bad one. So ain't the end of the world. Do you know, this is how I've got to see things, you know, instead of going, oh, you know, Christmas is ruined. So it's one bad one out of 80, who cares? Absolutely, mate. Do you know, Perspective.
2: Absolutely, Dale. Yeah, so, and you know, it's it, it, it's it's been inspiring to 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 see uh you and Becca and, and obviously, you know, the whole family as as you know as 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 progressed and 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 you know to to, to put the books out and to to bring so much awareness um, to it's, it's crabbies, isn't it? I want to pronounce it correctly. Um, it's 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 been you know and and just. As a mate watching in, you know, it's been absolutely inspiring and, and yeah, fiercely proud to to call you a mate, Dal. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, wish you all the best with the books, mate. Like, and, and, obviously, all our love to, to you, the fam, and, and Jackson. Yeah.
4: I mean, yeah, cheers. Uh, and, you know, uh, you know, I love you as well, Stu. I've known you for the years. <laughs> You're a great, great bloke. I've only ever had good times going out. You know, we've never... It's always been a laugh. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, like if you go... just. Yeah, my mental health and stuff like that. You know, even, uh, I've mentioned it before, I've got a daughter, You know, hope I'll have another child, you know, eventually. And, um, you know, I don't, it's not It's not very lucrative, the book. We don't do it for the money. You know, I just want, I mean, I'm really, really proud of it, but I want Jackson to be around forever, and this is the only way I could think about how I could get him here forever. So the books are in Waterstones, they're in WH Smiths, you know, they were doing, that's my, so if I, I don't want to stop it even when Jackson's not here, because I want people to remember him, you know, and I want him to, you know, maybe in 30 years' time, you know, it's like Jackson's superhero is still on the shelves. i like, yes, that's my son. He's still there, yeah. do, you know, do you know? It's a bit, I suppose, maybe a bit selfish, but I've, I, it's also lovely, if you know what I mean. I want to make everyone know who he is. But I, went to, um, I went away to Norfolk last year and was sitting in a Bar there, just in a just a bit of lunch, and a lady came up to Jackson. And went, oh, I've seen all about you. You're low. Oh, you're Jackson, aren't you? She didn't know me. I didn't care. I don't want to. want people to know me. I want people. And she was. It was really lovely. You know, they was. Oh, you're Jackson's dad, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, the fuss is beautiful. Do you know he should? He deserves it. So, Wonderful. Yeah.
2: Well, we'll put um, we'll put the link uh to to Amazon uh where people can buy the book um on our yeah. on our bio. There you go. <laughs> For the fifteen-pound subscribers, you're getting a nice little picture. I'll tell you what. Let's let's get a little photo of this. Why uh, got that there on the screen? And I'll tell you what. Move them to the to the side a little bit because the star of the show is not in the photo. Oh, uh, <laughs>
4: good.
2: Perfect. Brilliant. Thank Darren,
3: thanks so much for coming on. Thanks Jackson, thanks for the, uh, for beating me to that record as well. Um, it's, yeah, it's been lovely to, to have a chat. And those animal facts, mate. If you get another five, I'm I'm, I'm raring to go. We can <laughs> I'm raring to do that again.
4: That's so funny. Maybe next time I send you some strange ones. Um, I'll um, pass. You'll pass one. Yeah, I did send. My love, I, did, I made one up a few months ago while I was in the shower. And then I sent it to Stuart. Why are you and, thinking about me
2: in the shower? Wait, no, because it's
4: do. don't worry about being in the shower and made me think about this fact, and that's what I am to say. <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay. What was the
2: fact? <laughs> what one was it?
4: Oh God. Are we still recording? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was the fact that men uh, scientists found that men. Uh, it evolved from birds as because when men ejaculate, their feet screw up and it's similar to birds sitting on branches the way they roost.
2: <laughs> right, we're done. Thank you. Bye. That's incredible. Right. Hello. Just before we get on with today's episode, Chris and I want to tell you all about our Patreon page. It won't take long, but we think you're going to want to hear it. Because you're missing out, quite frankly. Massively. All the more risque
3: stuff that we sometimes think, oh, can we get away with that? Uh, we put it on our Patreon pages. And there's over 150 episodes uh, for our $10
2: subscribers. Absolutely. So for well, wherever that works out in UK pounds, what's that, about £7.50 a month?
3: Yeah, for, for the price of a bag of chips, for a Savaloyan chips, you can actually have us in your ears
2: four times extra a month that's four episodes minimum that we put out um exclusively for patreons plus um there's loads of we video most of our episodes now and the videos you can watch all of the podcasts now over on patreon as well um we put up loads of other unique content over yeah, there yeah there's, there's
3: there's pictures there it's basically our version of our only fans account isn't it basically so you, you exactly. get the sort of pictures on there of, of the behind the scenes of stew tucking into a pot noodle basically Sort of stuff you, that shouldn't be available to the public.
2: No one needs to see that. But that's all. We just thought we'd give you a quick heads up that if you're enjoying these podcasts, then be aware for like £7.50, you can go and listen to over 150 exclusive episodes. And there's some great ones over there with previous guests as well. Um, loads of names that you're going to recognise if you've been listening to to the, 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 the weekly podcast we put out.
3: And yeah, and also, if you are a subscriber, we're more than likely to do one of your top fives if you recommend it because we prioritise the patrons first, don't we, as well?
2: Absolutely, yeah. So we, we, we try and sort of do as many top fives suggested by you lot as well. So uh, yeah, head over to Patreon. Where can they find out about it, Chris? Uh,
3: Patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Easy peasy. And you can watch an intro video there as well of us in jacuzzis and doing sexy stuff
2: with Gail Porter.
3: With Gal Porter, not doing sexy stuff with Gal Porter. Can I just clear clear that up, Gal? Not trying to drag your name through the mud.
2: <laughs> and Scroobius Pip. Yeah. All right. Patreon dot com forward slash Hardcore Listing. It's a drunken soirée in the in. Chris and Stew present Hardcore Listing, the podcast.